Jam Planet Podcast. I'm here with B and KD. What's up? And Colt. What's up? And we're here to uh, say what our top 10 favorite 90, 90s rap songs are. Alright, so who wants to go first? I can go last. Alright, I guess I'll go first then. Um, yeah, that works. So for number 10, I did Changes by Tupac. Um, it's, it's like, what I love about this song is I love the, I love the beat with the piano in the background and just how the piano kind of adds a little bit of drama to the whole song and how, uh, politically charged Tupac is in this song, in this song and how he's, you know, just talking about, you know, what life is like as a black person in America today and, um, and I think it's something that's very important. Even and the subject matter today is very important. And um, Tupac's flow is really good, and you can really hear the emotion, and he really conveys the seriousness of uh, what he's talking about. So that's that's my number ten. And can I ask you a small question? Was this a posthumous song? Like he released it? They released it after he died. Yeah, this was a posthumous song. So he already had, like, the verses. They just kind of found a beat for him, huh? I think it was pre-recorded because he had recorded a ton of stuff in the studio. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. I always wondered behind that song because it came out in 98 and he died in 96. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he recorded a ton of stuff before he died. Yeah. Just now got released, though. It was on his greatest hits album, I want to say. Yeah. Cool. So my number ten is uh, Two Dope Boys in a Cadillac" by Outkast. Um, I, I this uh, this song has always really stood out to me among the rest of Outkast's catalog. Um, Big Boy and Andre Three Thousand both have very hard and very boom bap influenced flows. Um, and the beat is very grimy and conveys a lot of imagery. I, I don't know how to explain that really, but I just it just conveys a lot of emotion and a lot of imagery. Um, it had the beat is has like a weird like hissing sound kind of in the background. It's kind of hard to explain, but I'm I really like that sound. And uh, so yeah, that's my number ten. Dope song, underrated too. Yeah. All right, we get to my number ten, which is I actually change it, but uh, my number ten is "Come Clean" by J. Rue the Damager, and it's produced by uh, DJ Premier. This is a very unique DJ Premier beat because it came out around the whole hard to earn where it's just like stripped down, like raw and gutter sound. It wasn't like too jazzy. They kind of wanted to take a break from it. What I like about the beat is just hella grimy, stripped down, hard ass drums. I love the hook that they use from Onyx, throw your guns. He goes, uh oh, has not because we dropping some shit, which is scratch. And it's just very dark and gritty. It has like that basement sound to it. I like the bongos. I like how vinyl, so it sounds kind of like rusty. And I just like how the trickling water effects that they used. And I wrote down some lyrics for it. And you want to you wanna front what? Jump up and get bucked. I'm your feeling lucky duck. Then press your luck. I snatch, I snatch fake gangster MCs and make them faggot flambe. You nine spray, my mind spray. And then I got... Uh, 
I got Freaky Freaky Flow, Freaky Freaky Flow, Control of the Mic like Fidel Castro locked scuba, no Cuba, so deep that you can't scuba dive, my jive's origin is unknown like the Jubas, I've accumulated honeys all across the map, cause I'd rather bust a nut than bust a cap, and I just thought that was really dope, and then real rough and rugged, shine like a gold nugget, pseudo cycles, I, I play like Michael Jackson when I'm busting ass and breaking backs in, and I just thought those were dope lyrics. And he like he sets it off really strong. And his verse one and verse two are very strong. All the verses are. So that's my number ten. It is uh Come Clean by Jerry with the Damager, produced by DJ Premier on the um the Sunrises on the East album, which came out in ninety four. Alright. So my number nine is Gangsters Paradise by Coolio. And, oh, that's a dope one. And uh, what I love about this song is, in a different way, but like changes in how dramatic it is, and how, um, you know, he's talking about why he's in a why he particip why he's in a gang and why he participates in, you know, gang activity and stuff like that, and how the neighborhood is kind of, kind of forces a lot of kids into those situations. And you could really hear it in Coolio's voice, how um, how dramatic the subject matter is, and how he's and how he's just definitely trying to convey it through his voice. And and also, I like uh, I forgot who the feature is, but the, I like I like the I like the feature on the, oh, the singer. Yeah, I like the I like the feature on the um, on the chorus. It just and the it, it adds a lot of drama to the chorus. Would you say he's a one hit wonder? Yeah, I, w- I would say he's a one hit wonder. Yeah. Um, you know, overall his discography, overall like Coolio's discovery discography is not um, too solid. He started late in the game too. He was born in sixty three. That thing came out ninety five, so he's like thirty one ish or thirty two ish when he wrote it. That's pretty late in the rap game to just come out. I mean Jay Z was what? Twenty six? Yeah. He still sound sounded fresh, you know what I mean? That's true, that's true. Yeah, he's on that like, tongue twisted shit off and off the top of the dome. Yeah, you just had, yeah. Cool. Um, so my my number nine is um, Rhymes Like Dimes by, M- by MF Doom. Um, this is, I don't know why, but I've always really liked this song. The instrumental is great, obviously, as you come to expect with MF Doom. Um, the flow is very, it's a hard flow to describe, but it's a kind of very... Um, broken up flow and i don't know why but he executes it really well because typically i'm not a fan of that type of flow but there's a lyric i want to read here is i'm saying electromagnetic electromagnetic field it blocks all logic spock and g-shocks hit her biological clock when i hit it slid it sl- slid it to the shitter thought i killed her goose her power you with pure brittle water p- pure brittle water filter juice he's as anyway he's just a really he obviously is one of the best lyricists lyricists of all time in terms of uh rhyming ability um and the i don't know why but i'm also a big fan of the skit at the end of the song and uh yeah it's just a great song 
All right, dope pick, dope pick. So number nine is Above the Clouds by Gangstar, featuring Inspected Deck, produced by DJ Premier. And um, I just love, I just love how they set the song out. They use like dialogue from Superman to the the movie and um, John F. Kennedy's speech. It, it sets the theme of the song, which is talking about a uh, mental, religious, spirituality, and war. And it's very intelligent lyricism from Guru Inspected Deck. And I just like how laid back the beat is too. It kind of set, it's very atmospheric. Atmos, I can't even talk, atmospheric. And my, like, Inspected Deck stole the show on there. Like, you're going to notice that Inspected Deck has, like, it's probably the best feature on songs because he always steals the show. He gives you, like, a hot 16. I'm not going to read all his lyrics, but my first, just like his whole verse alone is good, but. I'm, I'm going to say, uh, yeah, I leave scientists mentally scarred, triple extra large, wild like rock stars who smash guitars, which has been sampled numerous times in other songs. So Inspector Dex verse alone is just really good. I just love the DJ Premier beat. All right, so my number eight is I Got Five on It by Louis, by Louise. Um, what I like, what I like about this song is that I, I think it has a very unique sound for its time. Um, and I like, I just, I kind of like how it has a lot of different, uh, rappers on the song that kind of come together to make one good song and none of them really kill the vibe and, uh, you know, I just really like, I just, you know, it's just one of the songs that you just kind of got to like when you hear it. It's a good, like... It's kind of a good like party song, um, yeah. So that's my number eight. Classic song, uh, one hit wonder. <laughs> so my number eight is uh, Fourth Chamber" by Jizza. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of this album, but this is definitely my favorite song on the album. It has, as far as I'm concerned, it is one of the best intros in music history. Maybe, uh, definitely rap, but maybe music history even. Um, this uh the whole everybody kills it on this song uh jizza rizza and ghostface i'm pretty sure ghostface is on here yeah um, he is okay but uh yeah everyone kills it on this song and there's the lyric i want to read it's you can see the weakness of a man right through his iris unloyal snakes get thrown in boiling lakes of hot oil it boils your skin chicken heads get in slim like olive oil only plant, only plant the seed deep inside fertile soil, fortified with essential vitamin, vitamin and mineral. Use the sky for a blanket, stuffing clouds inside my pillow. Rolling with the lands, the tribes, one hundred and forty thousand chosen. Uh, I don't know. It just he, he's a very intelligent lyricist, obviously, um, and with the fantastic instrumental and everybody's great flow in the song, it just meshes up to be an amazing song. So yeah, that's my number. That's my number eight. Yeah, I want to comment because I, I think that's that's the best song on the album. One of the best. I actually. agree. Top five, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And I, I just love how people people kind of shit on RZA because they say he doesn't have like a good flow, but he has more of like a unique flow. It's very offbeat. And he's very he's very intelligent, like his uh, cousin Jizz when it comes to lyricism. They actually, it's like, they use like a lot of religious metaphors and a lot of like spiritual stuff. And he Riz actually had the best verse on the song too, which is very rare. He, I mean, he he comes correct on songs, but he does he usually gets like outshined by other members. 
And then second, I want to say um, Ghostface Killer has the second best verse on there. Overall, that's a dope song, dope pick. So my... my we're on number eight, right? Yes. Oh, shit, my bad, dude. I'm tripping. <laughs> All right, so number eight is Don't Sweat the Technique by Eric B. and Rakim. Classic song. And it's it's my favorite Eric B. and Rakim song. I love... I'll, the music video especially is really dope, too. <laughs> But I just love the beat, how jazzy and the drum beat, the horns, trumpets, double bass. And it's just a ra- raggedocial song about Rakim telling others not to copy his style. Because, like, Rakim was, like, Rakim was, like, the pioneer for, like, flowing and stuff. Because, like, everyone at the time was just yelling their lyrics. It was just ABC raps. But he kind of, he challenged the whole game. He, he made, like, hip-hop better than it used to be. And it was more... In- intellectual uh lyricism a lot of people tried to copy him like Nas did and i just it's like so many i just love how his voice is kind of like an instrument too and i gotta i'm gonna read you guys a few a couple lyrics um they want to know how many rhymes i ripped and wrecked but research has never found all the pieces yet scientists try to solve the context philosophers are wondering what's next pieces are look to the labs to absorb them they couldn't absorb them they didn't deserve them. My ideas are only for the audience's ears. For my opponents, it might take years. Pencils and pens are swords. Letters put together from a key to chords. I'm also sculpture formed and formed with a structure because my culture, I'm equipped to construct the technical styles that'll, that'll be full of technology, classical, too intelligent to be radical, masterful, ne- never irrelevant, mathematical. And I thought that was just Rakim in his prime. So number eight, Don't Sweat the Technique by Eric B. Rakim. Man, Eric B. and Ra- man, Rakim, he was, he was very revolutionary. Yeah, that's when hip-hop started getting good, too. Like, it was... I like I like old school hip hop, but a lot of it is kind of like outdated. The rhyming isn't yeah. really all that, you know. And like, they were just doing it for fun, you know. Yeah, like it was almost I'm glad like, it changed. It was almost like Rakim kind of shifted away from like Run DMC, and then yeah. into um, you know what it is today and what would become the '90s and later on. Yeah, I agree. So for my number seven is Friday by Ice Cube. Um, I love the beat of the song. Uh, but like my favorite part about this song is just how Ice Cube's talking about, you know, the, you know, like what a, what a Friday's like in his neighborhood. Um, you know, just describing what goes on around him. It's, it kind of gives me like today was a good day vibes. Yeah, not like in like a similar style, but just kind of like similar content and how overall it's a kind of a good day, you know. I mean, while some bad stuff does kind of happen in the song, overall it's a good day, and um, and, I, and Ice Cube he always comes with really good flow and really good lyricism. So yeah, that's why yeah, he's great. He, 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 I mean, he, he's kind of the problem of the. I mean, no, it's a really good song, but a lot of people, 
claim to be fans of Ice Cube, but they only listen to that song. You know what I mean? Like he has other songs in the category though. Yeah. But I I think I think it's a dope song because it has like very quotable lines in it too. It's like easy to follow around. You know. It's, and it tells like a regular ass day, like if nothing really happened, nothing bad happened to him. And then at the end, he was just joking, like it wasn't really. There's no such thing as a good day. I like the how he's like arguing with them at the end. Oh, so you're talking about today was a good day? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because if you listen at the end, he's just like arguing people. He's like, "Yo, cut that beat out" or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I just thought that was funny. Yeah. So, my number seven is uh, "He Got Game" by Public Enemy. Um, this this song kind of it doesn't get shit on, but it doesn't get put in anywhere near the top ten uh, of the '90s. Personally, this song I've always been a sucker for. Um, the instrumental is one of the most uh, relaxing instrumentals in hip hop, especially in the '90s. Um, and the lyricism is pretty insane. Uh, if if man is the father, the son is the center of earth in, in the middle of the universe. Then why is this verse coming six times rehearsed? Don't freestyle much, but I write them like such. Amongst amongst the fiends controlled by the screens. What does it all mean? All this shit I'm seeing. Uh, but it's just an incredibly intelligent and witty and thought provoking verse and song overall. And it has a lot. Uh, it it uh, it's a very politically aware song, and it has a lot of social commentary. Um, and it has a very, uh, very uh, consistent and solid flow throughout the entire song, uh, with a great, great instrumental and great lyrics. So yeah, that's my number seven. That's an underrated song. Yeah. Um. So my my number seven is Triumph by uh, Wu Tang Clan, produced by RZA. I just love how cinematic, heavenly the song sounds. I love the drums. I love the bongos. And the the thump and the violin, and it's my and what was I gonna say? Once again, it has Inspector Deck. He just he just steals a show on it. Like, and I love the music video too. And I like how ODB in the beginning is hyping up the listeners by like talking shit to them. And what what's kind of a downside and an upside too is that Inspector Deck like put the bar high on the. On the lyricism that everyone else just kind of fell a little flat, because they can't really match his um, lyricism. And my favorite lyrics is obviously from Spec the Deck. I bomb atomically Socrates' philosophies and hypotheses can't define how I be dropping these mockeries lyrically. Perform arms robbery, free, flee from the fleet, flee with the lottery. Possibly they spotted me. Battle scarred showgun explosion when my pen hits tremendous, ultra. Ultraviolet, shine, blind forensic. I inspect you through the future. See millennium. Killer beast sold 50 gold, 60 platinum. Shackling the masses with drastic rap tactics. Graphic displays melt the steel like blacksmiths. Black woo jackets, queen bees, east the guns in. Rumble with the control man to your gas laced in the function. Heads by the score, take flight, incite war. Chicks hit the floor. Die hard fans demand more. Behold the bold soldier, control... Control the globe slowly. Proceed to blow, swinging swords like shinobi. Stomp grounds and pound footprints in solid rock. Who got it locked? Performing live on the hottest block. So I just thought that was dope lyricism from him. My number seven, once again, is Triumph by Wu-Tang Clan, produced by RZA. Alright, so my 
Number six is Only God Can Judge Me by Tupac. So this song is basically about, you know, how, you know, if you've ever looked at Tupac's career, he's never shied away from controversy or, you know, just, you know, he, he likes to stir things up a little bit. And he's just, he's kind of addressing that and just addressing how people would just judge him based upon his content when, you know, at the end of the day, you know, he's saying only God can judge him. And, you know, pretty much saying that no man or woman is able to just, you know, throw out judgments against somebody because, you know, we all got things that, you know, we could be judged for. So pretty much saying that only God can judge us for the, you know, the contents of what we've done. So, yeah, that's my number six. Yo, pick. So... My number, my number six is "Step Into the Realm" by The Roots. Um, this song has always kind of left a bad taste in my mouth in a good way because it's I don't know why, but this song has kind of always unsettled me. Even though it's not technically, it doesn't. It's not a dark song, um, but something about his disconnected vocals from the instrumental and the very dark and grimy um, instrumental has always really um, had a very interesting effect. Um, and uh, I don't know. He just Black Thought is one of the uh, he is one of the best flows in hip hop in my eyes. And there's a lyric I want to point out. It's I'm from the valley of the heavy heads. Watch the ghetto pre medical undergrads and steady red faces of stone. Eyes are uh, eyes are crevices. Life like a double negative. Philly criminal. I rhyme my my dirt. Tyreek already already did building this fifth foundation in the wilderness thoughtless trespass and enter thoughts fortress limit limitless entrance paid to the order of this this cipher slaughter my mic slapping you senseless defenseless um anyway i don't know it's just he, he's like a like everyone on this list they're some of the most talented and innovative lyricists of all time uh with a great instrumental great flow uh very grimy and aggressive flow but uh yeah that's my number six don't number six so my number six is my only west coast song on here nothing but a g thing by dr dre featuring snoop dogg produced by dr dre it's by hands down one of the best dr dre songs and best west coast beats ever it's very Everyone and the mom know you might not know the name of the song, but everyone knows that um that uh that what's it called that beat you know what I mean it's been used countless of times and just like kind of it kind of has that weird culture behind it like people just think they're thugs because they listen to that song like that beat and I just love the eight oh eight drums the synth the synth strings and live bass and it's just like something you drive through in the hot summer. And I just love Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg's chemistry. That's probably like the one of the best chemistries in hip hop history. Just like them playing off each other. I know Dr. Dre doesn't write his rhymes, but they, they, they still find a way to play off each other and just kind of have that that chemistry. Some favorite lyrics are one, two, three to the four. Snoop Dogg, Snoop Doggy Dogg, and Dr. Dre is, is at the door ready to make an entrance. So back on, cause you know we about to rip shit up. Give me the mic. Microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Compton, Long Beach, together now you know we're in trouble. Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Two locked out niggas going crazy. Death Row is the label that pays me. I'm fadeable, so please don't try to fade fade this. But um, back to the lecture at hand. Perfection is perfected, so I'm I'm gonna let them understand from a young G's perspective. And 
Before my dig, me dig out a bitch, I have to find a contraceptive. You never know. She could be earning her man, learning her man, and at the same time burning her man. Now you know I ain't with that shit, Lieutenant. And I thought that was a dope verse from Snoop Dogg. And that's my number six, Nothing But a G Thing by Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Dogg, produced by Dr. Dre, off the Chronic album. I definitely love that song myself. Yeah. Uh, for me, number five is Life's a Bitch by Nas. Um, you know, one the title itself is very relatable for a lot of people. Um, you know, you, you know, a lot of people on, uh, on Illmatic they want to talk about NY State of Mind. My favorite is definitely Life's a Bitch. Um, that chorus is, like, it's it's. It's de- it's like unforgettable, and I think AZ's verse is better than Nas's verse overall. But both yeah, of Nas them, won't even admit it though. <laughs> yeah, but both of them definitely go. You know, they both definitely go like re- they do really well in the song, and then like even though Nas's verse maybe doesn't do as in as well as AZ's, Nas's verse still fits well with the song. So yeah, that's my number five. Don't pick, don't pick. So my number five is another Nas song. It ain't hard to tell by Nas. Um, this is definitely my favorite song off Illmatic. Uh, it it also stands out to me the most. I've always been a massive fan of the way Nas opens up on this song and really um, just he very he some Nas asserts himself very well in songs and makes makes you pay attention. Um, the Michael Jackson sample is one of the most um, enjoyable and just very, um, I don't know, it just, it's a very good sample and it's used incredibly well, especially considering I imagine it'd be hard to sample Michael Jackson. Um, but yeah, the instrumental is great. Nas's flow is great um, with incredible lyrics. So yeah, that's my number five. Yeah, dope pick, dope pick. Hey, Curran, I, I copied you for a number five, bro. <laughs> That's oh, why I was going to keep my mouth shut, man. That was pretty funny. Yeah, my number number five is Life's a Bitch by Nas, featuring AZ, produced by LES. I'm going to kind of scratch the iceberg because he already talked about it. But I want to just say I just love how the, the sample, Yearning in Love, and it's like an R&B joint, and they found a way to make it all muddier. Like Curran said, uh, AZ killed Nas on his own shit. And it has like a darker gutter vibe to it. And you hear um, Nas's father at the end uh, playing like a trumpet solo. And my favorite lyrics on there is visual, uh, by AZ. Uh, visualizing, visualizing the realism of life and actuality. Fuck who's the baddest. A person's de- status depends on salary. And my mentality is money oriented. I'm designed to live the dream of all my peeps who never made it by AZ. And then from Nas, now it's all the cash and abundance niggas I used to run with is rich or doing years in the hundreds. I, I switched my model. Instead of saying fuck tomorrow, that that buck that bought a bottle could have struck the lotto. So that's my number five, Life's a Bitch by Nas, featuring AZ, produced by LES. All right, good pick. I like that pick. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to keep my mouth shut and make it a surprise for you. <laughs> All right, so for me, number four is Shook Ones Part 2 by Mob Deep. 
Um, a very famous song. A lot of people know about this song. Um, you know, both members of Mob Deep, they just, you know, they contemplate life and, you know, they, much like Nas, they represent Queensbridge very well. Um, you know, they definitely talk about, they definitely question the morality of the things that they do. Uh, but wh- while also defending themselves by, you know, saying how the, the na- how the neighborhood has made them do some of the bad things that they've done, and also how, you know, living in a neighborhood like that can change your mentality about doing bad things, how things that, like, a lot of people might perceive as bad is different for some people, just because, you know, some people gotta do this to make money, and others, they don't have that same kind of pressure. So yeah, that's yeah, my. That's what I got from. That's my. And calling out wannabe thugs also too. So my number four is uh, shame on the guy. I'm not gonna say to you with a word by Weekend <laughs> Clan. Uh, um, there's not much I can say about the entire Thirty Six Chambers album that hasn't been said already, but everybody knows how incredible Method Man's uh, verse is on this song, and I share the same opinion. I think Method Man's verse is one of the best flows uh, in hip hop history, in my opinion, at least on this song. When I get um, you, I got you. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's just this this song has always really stuck with me. Um, the whole the instrumental is very very catchy actually, which is weird considering it's a Wu Tang song because they typically don't have that many catchy songs. <laughs> um, well, I mean, don't get me wrong, man. I love them, but they don't that they don't have that catchy of songs. Yeah. But um. I don't know. They all they all have incredible verses with a great instrumental. Method Man's verse definitely sends this. Method Man's verse definitely sends this song over the edge in terms of it being one of the best hip hop songs of all time. Uh, but yeah, that's my number four. Yeah, I gotta say that's an underrated song too. Not a lot of people it's, talk about it. Well, especially because it's on Thirty Six Chambers, and most yeah. people talk about Cream. Yeah, or which is kind of sad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah, that that song with the shame on a nigga was actually used in a Luke Cage episode too. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I like how for number five we all picked like a Nas song. Yeah, right. And this, and this. Uh... And for my number four is not a Nas song. It's a Mob Deep song. <laughs> Same with her. It's not um shook ones though. Shook ones part two. But I'm about to go with Eye for an Eye by Mob Deep featuring Nas. And Raekwon is off the uh, Infamous album. It's produced by Havoc. This beat alone, beat alone is probably one of like the grimiest beats in hip hop. I just like how it's like that horror movie vibe to it. Like the guests really kill the song and make it really good. And it's just about like drug dealing and getting back at people. And Nas had like the the best verse on there too. And I, I gotta say, for like my whole top ten list, it's just like all the features always outshine the members on there. I don't know if it's just me or you, but it's, that's what I feel like though. But um, I got favorite lyrics. I'm gonna go Prodigy and then uh, Nas. So from Prodigy, life is a gamble. We scramble for money. I might crack a smile, but it ain't a damn thing funny. I'm caught up in the dirt where your hands get muddy. Plus the outcome turns out to be lovely. Got cheese in my pocket. Hit off my main squeeze, push back to the sunroof, let the cold air breeze through the butter soft leather upholstery, but mostly keep the gap closely because niggas want to toast me. And from Nas, I, a drug dealer's dream, ca- stash cream, keys on a triple beam, 500 
SL Green 95, Nickel Nickel Gleam Condominium, Thug Dressed Like a Gentleman, Taylor Made Ostrich, Chanel for My Women Friend, Murdering Numbers on Your Head While I'm Burglaring, Shank and Serve Him, What's Up to All the Niggas Swerving in New York Metropolis, The Bridge Brings Apocalypse, Stop, Shoot at the Clouds, Feels Like the Holy Beast is Watching Us. I thought that was dope. And Nas had the best song, best verse on here. And I, this is kind of a controversial opinion because people think Shook Ones is the best song. I have to go with Eye for an Eye for me, though. That's just me, though. But uh, number four is Eye for an Eye by Mob Deep featuring Nas Raekwon, produced by Havoc. So my number three is Nothing But a G Thing by Dr. Dre. Um, you know, uh, you know, I won't go into like the same details as being KD just because you already talked about those things. But one thing I love yeah. about this song, and particularly the chronic, uh, is that you really hear the funkadelic, um, influence throughout the whole album and throughout this song. Um, the G funk, yeah, the G funk, and you know, George Clinton influence. You know, and and it's a it's a classic song that like Brandon said, like B and Katie said, um it's you know, everybody knows it and I mean you know, I I mean if you don't know the song maybe uh you've been living under a rock for a while. <laughs> <laughs> In that whole thug life shit, dude. <laughs> Those thug life memes. Yeah. Dope pick, dope pick. <laughs> so my number three is uh Diablos by Jay-Z. Um this 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 uh this song just gives me a very eerie like kind of like nighttime New York vibe and uh I I've always been a, a, this instrumental with the Snoop Dogg sample in the chorus just kind of gives me chills honestly. And uh there's a lyric I want to point out. This shit is wicked on these mean streets on these mean streets none of my friends speak we all trying to win but then again maybe it's for the best though because when they're saying too much you know that they're trying to get you touched whoever said illegal was the easy way out couldn't you understand the mechanics and the workings of the underworld i granted nine to five it granted nine to five is how you survive i ain't trying to survive i'm trying to live it to the limit and live it in love i'm trying to live it to the limit and love it a lot um, that 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 verse is one of my favorite hip hop verses of all time. It is very assertive, very aggressive, but at the same time being very monotone and being very controlled, which is a very hard thing to do. Very few artists do that, in my opinion. Um, and he just controls his voice extremely well. Um, and the instrumental, of course, is incredible. Uh, and it has a lot, like I have mentioned with the imagery, it has a lot of imagery and just paints a very vivid picture. And I don't know, I just... I love this song, so that's my number three. Yeah, I'm sad I didn't put a Jay Z song on here, <laughs> even though he's like yeah. my top ten rapper. I want to bring you out the sample. There's also Prodigy who sampled on there, uh, and then and then the Snoop Dogg. I'm I'm looking at uh, Genius. I'm kind of cheating right now, but the Snoop Dogg samples <laughs> from uh, Murder was a case. So I just want to bring that out. Yeah. All right, let's go back to my phone. Um, yeah. So my number three. We on number three, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm such a dumbass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My number three is uh, Tonight's Tonight by Redman, produced by Eric Sherman, 
just like a smooth like R&B laid back beat. And I like how like Redman's trying to go smooth for like a the first like four bars of the verse and then Horking G's like talking shit like uh kick stop with the smooth shit and get with the rough shit and then Meth Man keeps the same I said Meth I'm a Red Man keeps the same flow but he's more on like some uh, gritty shit. It's just like a laid back song. And I just love uh Red Redman's like rugged rugged and rough like presence on the mic too. And it's just like something to ride to, same as like nothing is a G thing. My favorite lyrics are mic check. I walk around the streets with a black tech nine by the waistline, kicking the hype shit. I never claim to be the best type of rapper, but have their show. The motherfuckers what I'm what I'm after. I'm after the gold, then after that the platinum beef. After that hurricane G packs the got some. You want to see my me get cool? Please save it for the breeze, cause the lyrics and tracks like me. Funky like cottage cheese. Fuck the smooth shit. I get down with the boom bit like Q-tip. I kick more styles than Bruce Shoes Kick. And I just thought that was dope. So number three is uh, Tonight's Tonight by Redman featuring Eric Sherman. And it's on the uh, 1992 What The Album. So yeah. So my number two pick is Can It... Be also simple by Wu Tang. Uh, I love the sample in this song. Um, I feel like the sample definitely like, it doesn't carry the song, but it's definitely one of my favorite parts of the song. Um, you know, and all the all the all the members definitely. You know, you know they. It, it, one thing I do like about this song is that like a lot of Thirty Six Chambers is kind of gritty, whereas like while well, this one, while it still has some grittiness to it. It's not the it's not the most greedy song from it, and it kind of takes a takes a break from the greediness of the album. Don't get me wrong, I like the greediness of the album, but this this song gives a break from that, and I I like how smooth the chorus is, and I just I just I also like how smooth the deliveries are from all of them. So, yeah, I I like the the female singer for the chorus. I don't know who it is though. Yeah, it's a sample. Yeah, I believe it. Sh- it sounds to me like it's a sample. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. So my number two is most likely by Bus Driver. Uh, Bus Driver is insanely overrated. Uh, underrated. <laughs> I was about to um, say, I, I don't even know. No one knows who he is. <laughs> yeah, no, he's insanely underrated. Um, and frankly, I think uh, any fast rapper could learn a thing from Bus Driver because a lot of, a lot of fast rappers, as I'm sure you all know, um, a lot of fast drivers totally disregard the concept of making good music over making impressive music but bus it's driver combines the two incredibly well um and his flow is non-stop the whole entire song and it's just very witty very unique very complex and his voice could be a turnoff to some people but his voice is a very i'm a very big fan of his voice uh, just like Danny Brown, not many people, not everyone's gonna like his voice, but I yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, hey, man, <laughs> he, he he does it well. All right, you you can't tell me he's not a good rapper, but um, I know you. <laughs> all right, but anyway, I don't know. Uh, most likely by Bus Driver, uh, number two, just a great song. Uh, I I only listened to one Bus Driver song, and that was Imaginary Place. That shit was insane, bro. Yeah, right. I love that song. Bus Driver is amazing. Yes, I need to check out more stuff from. Um, 
Yeah. All right, dope pick, dope pick. So number two for me is Protect Your Neck by Wu-Tang Clan, produced by Risen. It's off the legendary 36 Chambers album, which came out in 93 or 92. I I think, yeah, 93, because Midnight Marauders came out the same year. Um, And it's just like an eight-man posse cut, just each rapper rapping their asses off. The only weak verse on there is you guys. You shouldn't really expect much from him, though, because he's kind of like that. He's kind of like the, the pubic hair of the movie. Oh <laughs> <my> <laughs> he doesn't really do much. <laughs> oh, God. Like, you have to he's shave like, it. Like you a, know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> God, man. Dude, he's like a film extra. Nobody really gives a fuck about <laughs> <laughs> you just there. You're just there for that $100 check. You <laughs> right? Man. Yeah. Him, him and... Um, him and um, What's the name? Rizzo had beef though over like royalties and money and shit. Oh shit. Yeah, but I mean, I think they're cool now. I mean, he wasn't in the documentary, so. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, but um, I just love how grimy the song sounds, and it's just muddy beat sounds. I like the sirens, the grimy piano, light drums that are faintly in the backgrounds, the essential nineteen nineties hip hop boom bap song. And what I like about it is, like, the music video lines up with the song. Because the music video itself is grimy. It's just, like, black and white. Just unedited, cheaply made. You can still see, like, the timestamps on there. It seemed like they only... It was, like, a $10 music video that they did. But I just like the the griminess, too. It doesn't have to be, like, high budget. Like, everyone always has to do that shit. But, um... I just love how flawed and dark the RZA production is. And... My only gripe with it is that if you listen to it, they edit. It was mostly used for trying to get like a demo radio. So like the cuss words are like edited out. And if you actually want to listen to the bloody version, it's found on their um, the Best of Wu-Tang Clan, which came out like 2004 or something like that. Their compilation album. And I got favorite lyrics from people. So I'm going to start off Inspect the Deck. I smoked the mic like Smoking Joe Fraser, the Hellraiser, Raising Hell with the Flavor, Terrorizing... Terrorize the jam like troops in Pakistan swinging through your town like the neighborhood Spider-Man. And Ray, uh, Raekwon, Ray got it going on, pal. Call me the rap assassinator. Ryan's rugged and built like Schwarzenegger. And the meth man, it's the meth man for short Mr. Meth. Moving on to the left. Ah, the smoke from the lyrical blunt makes me cough. And then ODB, first, th- first things first, man, you're fucking with the worst. I'll be sticking pins in your head like a fucking nurse. And then RZA, I give an order to my people. No, this is actually from Ghostface. My bad. I give order. I give an order to peeps all across the water to go snatch up props all around the border and get far like the shooting star because who I are is living the life of Pablo Escobar. And then RZA, yo, what the feedback, Black? We don't need that. It's 10 o'clock, ho. Where, where the fuck is your seat at? Feeling mad hostile, wearing Aristotle, flowing like Christ when I speak to gospel. And then Jizza had the best verse on there. The Woo's too slamming for these coke killing labels. Some ain't have had hits since I seen a Mabel be doing artists like Kane did Abel. Now they money's getting stuck to the gum under the table. That's what you get when you misuse what I invent. Your empire falls and you lose every cent for trying to blow up the scrub. Now that you thought was just as bright as a twenty watt light bulb, should have pumped it when I rocked it, niggas. So. Stingy, they got short arms and deep pockets. This goes on in some companies with majors. They're scared to death to pump these fists full of all. Who's your A&R? A mountain climber 
who plays a electric guitar, but he does don't know the meaning of dope when he's looking for a suit and tie wrap that's cleaner than a bar of soap. And I'm dirtiest thing in sight. Matter of fact, let's bring out the girls and have a mud fight. And I think Jizzy had the best verse on there. He always goes last because you know he's gonna do good. <laughs> but yeah, that number two, uh, "Protecting Neck" by Wu Tang Clan, produced by RZA. All right, so my number one is Unconditional Love by Tupac. Um, I feel like this song is such an underrated song by Tupac. Not a lot of people talk about it. Um, Wait, what was it again? Sorry. Unconditional Love. Uh, I haven't heard that song before. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's basically Tupac. He's talking about how, you know, you know, pretty much everybody needs somebody who will love them no matter what. You know, no matter what they do or no matter, you know, how they are. Um, you know, and Tupac talks about the people who he has unconditional love for. Um, and, you know, I, I like the message in the song. And I think it's definitely one of those songs that, uh, you know, make thugs cry. Um, so, yeah, that that's my that's my number one. Cool. So my number one is Mind Power by A Tribe Called Quest. Um, this album, Beats, Rhymes, and Life, is fairly controversial because some people say it's one of their worst album, but personally, I think it's an underrated classic. Uh, Mind Power is um, one of the most easy to listen to and just fun hip hop songs you'll ever hear, and but at the same time, being a very impressive and very um, not grimy, but very unique song. Uh, and there's a lyric I want to read. It's, uh, yeah, chumps be like, fight that I fair. Fuck out of here, do I look like I care? <laughs> come, come off my stage before I grab your neck and hound you. Uh, wet like, uh, Punini, then, then Jurassic like Canada. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't fucking know, man, but, um, <laughs> It just I, sounds I dope. <laughs> but yeah, this song just really uh, is amazing in my eyes. Uh, the instrumental is one of the best instrumentals ever, in my opinion. And the introduction to the instrumental and the introduction to Q-Tip is just very good. Um, but yeah, that's my number one. Damn, I, I want to talk briefly on... I think I agree with you. Mind, not Mind Power, but the whole album... Overall, it's just very underrated because they're used to like the cheery tribe. This is more like the mature, dark tribe called Quest. I, I kind of like, I'm a sucker for dark darkness. So I kind of like the whole darker tone they took from like the subject matter. And I just like how dark the beats are. To me, it's like an underrated. I wouldn't call it a classic, but it's definitely an underrated album that people should give second thought to, you know, should re-listen to. Yeah, dope. I don't even put a trial called Quest on my list either, which is kind of sad. <laughs> but my number one, you guys should probably know what my number one is. Because <laughs> I kind of dick ride the song a lot. But um, it's uh, NY State of Mind by Nas, produced by DJ Premier. I'm not going to really go through it because we did an album review on it. But it's just, I just love how it's a, tra it's like a, um, it's my favorite 90s hip hop song of all time. It's essential. Everyone should listen to i just love the hard drums and the dope piano and it's produced by dj premier and it's also on the classic 1994 illmatic album 
And what was I gonna say about? Yeah, I just love how like grimy it is. It's very stripped down sound. It's my favorite DJ Premier beat. And I just love the samples that they use throughout and the scratching. It's just basically talking about the dangerous environment in New York City and and Nas's and it's like braggadocial song also. So my favorite lyrics are rappers a monkey flipping with the funky rhythm I be kicking, music musician inflicting composition of pain. I'm like Scar Scarface sniffing cocaine holding an M16. See with the pen I'm extreme. That alone is that's a good way to start off the fucking album because he he's like I didn't know how to start off that shit and he just went in for it too. And that's what I like about NY State of Mind, bro. That's my that's probably my favorite hip hop song of all time, man. Nothing comes close to that. But yeah, that that's my number one. NY State of Mind by Nas, produced by DJ Premier. That's it. Yeah, I would say that, that song like brought back like nineties hip hop to New York. Yeah, definitely. People call it the rap bible too. I don't blame them. Just like 36 Chambers, Infamous, and Illmatic are just all classics, in my opinion. Yeah. They're kind of like the central uh, hip-hop hip hop albums of like the 90s and New York, or East Coast. Yeah. You should, you should listen to those albums, definitely. Yeah. It's my number one. All right. Good list, guys. Good lists. Thank you. Appreciate it. So next week we will be, we will be reviewing the 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 very famous Chronic album. By Dr. Dre. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right, peace. Uh,